Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hola. G'day. <laughs> Hello. What's going on? Um... Just ready to roll with another chickadee. You had your birthday on the weekend. Yeah, I did. Um, such a rogue night on Saturday night. We were playing because my birthday wasn't until Sunday. Um, but we're working and doing um, a few bits and pieces on Sunday. So we thought we'll go out for dinner, just mm-hmm. a low key dinner, just around the corner at the local Italian place and just keep it all very low key. We've gone to a buddy art gallery and stuff during the day. It was a very chilled out day mm-hmm. in Sounds total lovely. and night and it was it was beautiful and then randomly got a text at quarter to 11 at night from a, a mate that was randomly around and said hey I'm at this gig let me know if you want to come and then spur of the moment we decided order an uber it arrives in two minutes Wait I was minute. in my I was in my pajamas at the time had to quickly get changed put on some heels and then we ended up at the star casino at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> at some weird club with carpet on the floor Oh, carpet's it's one no of those. good. It's sticky as it was. a bad sign. It was so bizarre because. But so good on the feet. Zane, <laughs> my boyfriend especially, he's not a partier. He's yeah. like, I was done with the nightclubs five years ago. But we just. I can't even imagine him ever at a nightclub, so to be weird. honest. Well, you saw, I took videos of him because I was <laughs> semi pinching myself like, he will not fucking believe that. Like, he's putting his hands in the air with his <laughs> free vodka water. It was just <laughs> weird, but so good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It sounds like your perfect birthday, actually. Yeah, it actually was the that's and then we go out again this week with all these randos. Oh yeah, so my, so <laughs> I pushed my birthday drinks back to not my birthday because I met these other people that were like, and I was like, oh, come to my birthday. I'm struggling. You know, I don't really know that many people. Don't have that many mates. They're like, yeah, sure, we'll come. Oh, hang on a second, we can't actually come that date. Push it back. Make it another weekend. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so about random. Yeah, but me, I'm moving house. I'm moving into my place this weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Well, I know you didn't know, but it's still bloody, you know, jeez. All for this dude called Mitch. What? Yeah, it's for Mitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, I, I don't do, even know who this guy is. You, you know, just wanted to like bring a, bring more friends. You know how embarrassing it was? I went to add them to the Facebook, because I made like a Facebook event group. <laughs> I didn't even know their fucking names to add them. And you didn't even have friends. Like you weren't even friends with them on Facebook. No, but I didn't even know their names to oh, add them geez. as a friend to their name to the event. They better be decent blokes, like people. Yeah, well, we'll wait, <laughs> wait and see. Are they? Well, I was pissed when I met them. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> Oh, it'll be good fun no, though because we'll have, we'll, and we'll have our new work people, like yeah. new radio peeps, even though everyone's bagging you at work. Everyone's giving you so much shit. You like put it on an island. So we all have to catch like transport to get there and then a ferry to get to where the thing I is. I know. Which I actually think is great because I'm still a bit of a tourist in Sydney, but everyone else is like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's a pain sake. in the dick for everyone else. <laughs> They're like, what are you? So like a Japanese <laughs> tourist. I'm like, well, lap it up, bitches. It's my birthday slash it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> And me and Mitch are going to the <laughs> island. So you're all fucking coming So with long me. as me and Mitch are there, it's just going to be a cracker of a night. So after, I reckon, uh, how many years? Three years? 
maybe even almost four, mm. I have a place and it doesn't look like I'll be moving anywhere anytime soon. A real life house where you can have your furniture. You know what? <sighs> I have never known you to have your own place. Well, you've never come to my house. That's, that's like what my I mean. Home. Your yeah. furniture has always been in storage. Mm. And you know what it's like when you rent a place, even though you might share bills and you split rent down the middle when you live in a two-bedroom, three-bedroom mm. house – if you move in and that person's already there and set up, it's never as yours as it is theirs. Because mm. you feel bad. Oh, can I put my picture up here? Can I move, you know, your pots and pans so I can put my stuff in? Yeah. There's certainly a different feeling and vibe, I think, when you're in there first and yeah. when you set it up. So I'm so excited that you can have that for yourself and you can set the tone of then whoever comes in. I don't know, is the housemaid and kind of goes by what's already been yeah, kind of set Yeah, it's really, up. really nice. Now, if you don't know and you haven't listened to this show before, because we've just kind of done a big catch up mm. with you guys, um, but we have we have moved to Sydney for a radio show, so we're both new to town mm. um, and it's really, really exciting. Mm. And I, uh, when I first thought about, and we will get to our guest very soon, Chantal Hironiski. Hironiski, I think. Yeah, she um, is an artist, uh, an art and design consultant in Melbourne, uh, Magnus underscore collective is where you can find her but we'll chat to her in a second to give her a buzz but I think I um I actually you know how I have my law of attraction and, and think yeah. of everything I don't know if I told you this mm. but I when I moved to St Kilda after my breakup I'd always imagined that I'd have some life on Secret Life of Us like yeah and I know it sounds corny but I guess I just didn't know what the world looked like and so the TV is often sometimes how you see it and I was like mm. I like the idea of friendships and kind of Melbourne like this kind of eclectic town and I did I fell in love with mm. St Kilda lived there for many years and then with Sydney I loved love my way and didn't know what life would be like in Sydney love my way is the greatest Australian drama of all time you need to watch it I if still you I need I've never everybody watched needs to watch it yep. Asha Keddie Claudia Carvin it's ridiculous anyway I thought you know what Sydney's just this kind of fucking cool place like mm. Everything seems a little bit cruisier. It's intense, but it's also cruisy. When you've and got the that beach, you've got that beach cool. lifestyle, right? Yeah. So then I started watching Wonderland and thought I'd like to live in an apartment, like an apartment block like mm. that when I move. And I always knew I'd end up in the Sydney. old school kind of art. Anyway, deco-y. Amanda yeah. Keller lives in where I'm moving mm. to, right? And I tell her the number of my house. We did something, a TV thing with her a few weeks ago, and she goes, "Oh, that's next door to where the Wonderland uh, TV show shot." Of course. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Out of all of the places to move. It's I crazy. had no idea it was shot there. And yeah. And I wasn't even planning to live in that suburb. Weird, isn't I just it? ended up finding a house. Remember when you kept saying, you're like, I'm not sure because I had my heart set on this suburb. I was going to live in Bondi. I, I thought I was going to live in Bondi out, yeah. and then you were kind of there temporarily. And then the next suburb where you actually are going to move kind of came up and then you're like, is it right? I'm not sure because I had in my head this picture that I would be in Bondi and be a Bondi girl. So... And you said no. And I remember you saying, I'm just going to open myself up to it. It's where I'm kind of being led. And then, bam. Bang. Like, and I get like that all these happens. signs that was exactly what I had pictured in my head. It's fucking crazy. Well, you know how you get food envy? I've got that, but to like a, a like a larger scale. I've got house envy. Why? Because I, well, I actually oh, saw photos no. of your house. And I no, no, no. I just I mean know. the space. Like, I just <laughs> saw the photos. And even Zane, my boyfriend, looked at his He's like, shit. Stace has got herself a bloody good place, doesn't she? I was like, yep. Yep, she does. Well, I have, you know what I'm like. I feel yeah. like sometimes I'm a bit magic because I put these pictures mm. and then I had not found any place similar to this. Mm. All places 
that were kind of – and then this came up and it was, like, meant to be. It just – I put it out there and it just happened. It's so a big house, though. It's, like, it's you could a big you apartment. could do spins in your kitchen. Yeah, it'll be really nice. <laughs> For me, I'm, like, knocking <laughs> pots and pans around. Well, you've got about seven rooms. <laughs> so your place is, like – It's boxy. It's, it is boxy, but you've got fuckloads of rooms. Yeah, and I love it. I actually adore my place. and I, It's I'm, really coming together too, I'm mate. I'm poking a bit of fun, but and I, and I actually wouldn't change that for the world. I wouldn't move in somewhere else because we're no, very happy. No, and if happy. you need to do some stretches or splits, just come over. Yeah, it's mainly in the kitchen. When I'm, <laughs> Next time I'm cooking up a curry, I'll pop in. Yeah, or cook your curry at mine. Yeah, sure. Mine as well. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> just get some containers and take it back to yours. I mean, we could have a meeting on, as you're cooking. Oh, yeah. Um, Chantal, oh, I'm sorry, Chantal, like when she listens back to this. Hironiski. Hironiski uh, is this awesome Melbourne um, art and design consultant. And her story is interesting because she kind of has put together artists, like up-and-coming emerging artists, mm. and put them on an Instagram group on her website and helps, I think, wheel and deal uh, up-and-comers. And so for anyone that works in creative that is up, like, up-and-coming or mm. a starter, as mm. we know mm. how fucking hard it can be, anyone that wants to help people out like that is a legend in my book. And you know what? Even if you just want to look at pretty photos, yeah. there are so many pieces of art from Magnus underscore collective and that's obviously the pla- the the place that curates all of the the artists. Yeah. I've got so many screenshots of this Insta page just lurking around my phone because there's some gorgeous things on there. Yeah, it is very pretty. Her uh, Instagram is tal T A L underscore ski S K I if you want to check her out also. Um and as I said, Magnus Collective is Magnus underscore collective. Let's give her a call. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Chantal. It's the Thinker Girls, Stace and Christy. Hi, guys. How are you? Hello. Hey, dude. Hello. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I um, I actually forgot. We kind of got found you. I found you on Instagram when you started your new business. Um, oh, and then probably. Christy started to follow you and then followed all of the artists that you actually, you know, kind of work with from there. So what you're doing is working, mate. Mm. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It's actually been a bit of a whirlwind. It's only been up and running for about a year now. And um, I just love that I'm working with emerging artists. I just think it's just great to give them an opportunity to showcase their work. And um, if it's, you know, if it means that I get to walk around in paint-covered overalls all day, then it suits me just fine. So I'm pretty happy with it. That's the best, Chantelle. I've got so many screen. You know, like when you go through and you delete your screenshots because you're like, I don't know, got too much space that's been taken up on your phone. If I was yeah. to go through my screenshots, a lot of them are actually of your Insta page. Yeah. So stay really? S- yeah, just yeah. If I go, oh, that's cool, that's cool. And I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with them, but they just, I can't delete them. They're Inspiration. just kind of, they're kind of hanging around. Oh, well, you know, you just got to ship me through an email and I'll hook a homie <laughs> up. Yeah, good one. Nice. Yeah, I'm setting up my pad, so that'd be great. I'm going to look <laughs> into it. Um, we've got a really interesting show we're going to do this week because if you haven't listened to the show before, a holla, um, welcome if you found us through Chantal, we are two chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying. Um, extended on this chat because we do that on our show, our radio show as well, but we go a little bit deeper. We're going to combine our gems this week, Chantal, because we mm. had the same gem and instead we of do. kind of splitting our mm. topic, we thought we'll both bring our stories to the table and that is our best friends are having babies and um, I'm single. Are you single, Chantal? No, I'm not single. I'm in a relatively new relationship. Okay, so, but you're um, but you're not in a you're not in a baby making position at the moment. 
Uh, yeah, let's just say that's definitely not something that I'm planning for okay. quite some time. Okay. What about you, young mate? What have you got this week? Um, I would bring to the table, um, sometimes I think it's important, especially in a relationship, to get jiggy with it and have sex even when you don't really feel like it. Well, let's like, do that now the and then we'll, stuck it, we'll get stuck into Chantal. All right. Um, so this came about, this was a couple of days back and I'm normally... I'm normally pretty frisky. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like I'm um, freakishly horny. But I've got a pretty solid sex drive, and I think that's something that um, we've never really had any issues with uh, within um, my relationship, and mm. and kind of always been down and pretty physically um, in sync with each other. So there's never, there's never really been an issue. How often would you have sex? Well, the, we've lived together for the past. We did long distance and stuff, so that was uh, obviously a bit different. But a lot of Skype sex. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Skype sex and a lot of just exciting sex on share, weekends. Yeah. No, before you share, all everyone listening, you don't get to compare. That's the thing. But I do think it helps. Like it gives a bit of a snapshot into different people's lives, and I'm interested. I'd say. In Wait, a, so do you oh. live together? Now we live together. We lived together for okay. about a year and a year and a little bit. So, um, yeah, it was easy on the weekend stuff because it was always that, like, spark because you've yeah. been itching for, like, five mm. days and, and not being able to see each other. So you just want to jump each other's bones when you're able to. But since living together, maybe I would say approximately three times a week. Yeah, that's solid. That's Average of three. That's solid. Yeah. Yeah, that's more than a lot of my friends. Some of my friends are like, yeah, you know, maybe once a week. Once a week, twice, yeah. Twice yeah. a week. Um, Good I luck with that, varies. continuing with our schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Our schedule's really beaten up. We barely have time to bloody shower. It's full on. Yeah, but I have to invite him in there. In the shower? Yeah. Oh, have you seen our shower, mate? It's one of those baths. (laughs) It's like the only good thing about that shower is it takes two seconds to clean. But apart from that, there is no no risky business going on inside that shower. Yeah, you're both very tall people. (laughs) That would be be quite awkward. It's the miniest apartment. So there's never really – I could probably count on my fingers, actually, the amount of times where one of us wanted to have sex and the other didn't. Yeah, right. And it has happened before Mm. over um, about seven years of being together, but – um, a couple of days ago, I've just it's just been exhausted. It's moving. It's a new job. It's we've just been a bit crazy, you know, with, mm. with different schedules. Well, you're and, setting up a new life. and hectic. Yeah. You are, and I think sometimes that's kind of physically draining anyway. So and emotionally, I was, yeah, yeah, I was just exhausted, and the last thing on my mind was having sex. But mm. we had, but we hadn't actually slept together, and probably gone about maybe I don't know, almost a week without mm-hmm. actually doing it. And there is this thing where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm missing having sex, but then I can't be fucked also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there yeah. wasn't really, like often, there's not really, it wasn't really a perfect time to go, oh, let's do it. Mm. So then Zane, my boyfriend, wanted to, and I was like, oh, I can't, I just can't really be bothered. But then I knew that it was important because I knew that he wanted to. Mm. And I knew that yeah. it was important because, well, there was never going to be the perfect yeah, time. If I was yeah, waiting yeah. for that time, we wouldn't have sex for 10 years. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, I can't be bothered, kind of was like joking around. He was like, come on, come on, let's do it. And I was like, oh, all right, but let's just make it snappy. <laughs> kind of joking, but oh, also God. semi-serious, right? Way to kill the romance. He's, yeah, it's like that scene where Miranda says to Steve, yeah. get it over <laughs> with. Yeah. Well, and yeah. this is so bad. It got to the point where we were kind of joking around and we're obviously we're comfy with each other, but he was like, you don't even have to do anything, just lie there. Oh. Honestly, a few pumps oh, and I'll be done. It. All right? And I was like, oh. He didn't say a few pumps and I'll be done, did he? He did. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he oh, said he God. might be I'm, I'm pretty down, pretty horny. I'm like, oh, all right, all right, I'll just lie here. And as I was lying there, in my mind, it was going tick, 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 
thinking, oh, what have I got to do today? Should I go to pack oh, my lunch? No. Can't, oh, I can't forget. We've run out of salt and pepper. I need to get them when I go to the supermarket. Oh, shit. Oh, I owe money for rent. Like thinking about all these different things, but almost <laughs> tr- consciously doing that because in my mind I'd been like, oh, I'm not horny. I don't want to have sex. Yeah. I don't want to. So then it was almost this thing where I was like, well, I don't want to, so I'm going to use this time even though I've said that I will, to kind of think of other things and be in other places. Is I was, it because you was felt uncomfortable there. that you said yes to something you didn't want to do? Nah. So what, but, but what was, why were you thinking you had to do, like go through the list of things to do? Because I just was thinking I don't right now, I've got a, I've got other things to do and I'll kill two birds with one stone and kind of lie here. But you made a choice. I know. Yeah. Well, I did make it. I did make a choice, and this is the the interesting part. I'd almost checked out in my mind before we'd even started, so I couldn't physically kind of enjoy myself because mm. in my mind I was already in a different place. Yeah, right. So, so kind of, how yeah, right. would he have taken it personally? Had you have just said no? Um, I don't because uh, if you flip the switch, like if if he said no to you. Being women, we would actually take that as a little bit of an emotional stab and we'd feel pretty crap about it. It's true. But what's worse? Like, I don't know if it's, it's a really fine line because at the beginning I was like, I think it's really admirable and important, like you said, to make the time because you're right. When is a perfect time? Mm. But at the same time, if you make that choice, I think you have to go through with it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it can't be a... Well, can it? I don't know. I'm not sure what the answer is here because I kind of go, well, what's better? Not doing it at all or doing it and kind of making a conscious decision to not be there? Well, I was physically Mm. doing it, but you're right. Emotionally and mentally I wasn't. And for me, we're very different people. For me, if I'm not emotionally there, you might as well, I don't know, you might as well be chopping onions. You reckon? So oh. could you could you have gotten emotionally engaged at that point? Like if you had a little mystery box under the bed full of exciting little instruments, could that have actually gotten you a little bit more excited? And well, Christy's pretty good like that because she yeah. doesn't. She's sex isn't an emotional. Eddie. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But it's not like you can turn on the physical switch, maybe. That's why I feel like. You and I are different, and it, if you're thinking about different things, it might be okay because it might be less obvious. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if I'm yeah. thinking about different things, yeah. you could tell because I would so not be there. He would have. He was. He knew though. Like he yeah. knew. He yeah. He knew that I wasn't kind of there, and 
that was okay. We were kind of like joking and laughing and talking through it. I was like, all right, come on, you know, pretending to look at my watch kind of thing. And he was like, you're putting me off. But that's kind of was our, was that's us. Like we can kind of have yeah. a joke around and that kind of thing and not yeah, take it yeah, too yeah. seriously. But it's, then yeah. a little bit into it, here I am going, fuck, get this over with. I don't want to be here kind of thing. <laughs> Time's ticking. Can you just I come, think- please? And then, all, and then all of a sudden I was like starting to enjoy myself a little bit. And I was like, hang on a second. This it's is good. I'm actually, no, I'm actually, I'm actually really glad to be here. He gets there, and then I'm like, "Sorry, can you?" Like, my turn, because I wasn't actually. I think maybe I checked out because I wasn't planning on coming. I wasn't planning on orgasming. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, will you?" He surrendered to it. You can do your and thing. Now and now the stakes turned. And up. then I'll be. And then I'll just move on quickly, and I won't have to kind of wait till it's my turn. And then after I'd kind of. I don't know, stop thinking about what was going on in my head and actually being there present in the moment. I was, it was the best, really, really enjoyed myself, ended up, ended up, I don't know, like ended up being really good and really enjoying myself and then being able to, to climax. Yeah, you psyched yourself out. And afterwards it was the best because we've been feeling Mm. a little bit weird and distant and our schedules all all over the shop. And then I thought, shit, I'm so glad because we just, I don't know, there was this closeness kind of afterwards as often does happen. It was nice to kind of reconnect on that level. But but I had to force myself to be in that place and to do it yeah. when I, if you'd asked me, I wouldn't have really wanted to be there. Well, I think the bottom line of all of this is a monogamous committed relationship past the honeymoon stage, it is work. And you do have to make a conscious effort to keep that spark alive. Whether it's, you know... Um, you know, spending a couple of days a week, you know, together, actually doing things together or making a conscious effort to, you know, come together and have sex on a semi-regular basis. Like you do have to make those conscious decisions because sometimes I've got friends that have fights all the time with their partners and then they realize that, oh, we actually started fighting because we haven't had sex for two weeks. Mm, yeah, it's true. And mm. then after they have sex, they're like, oh, wait a minute, we're back, we're back on the same page again. We had that intimate moment, which is so important because basically relationships, the fundamental part of it is intimacy. Mm. And if you're not engaging in intimate moments, then you start to become just these people that, you know, live together and share lives together. And that's fine. And but I think, you do need to have that. And I think the interesting part, especially for me, is if I'm not emotionally into it, it's very hard to, for me to turn on. But mm. I yeah. think what we as women in particular, not everyone's as, as much this way as others. But I think we need to understand the physical part, even if you're not, invested emotionally is still quite important Mm. and you don't you don't actually catch on to that like for you Christy you went in physical and then it all kind of came full circle yeah so I think we have to remember that it may not come in the order that we want all the time like Mm. we may have Mm. to do it as a bit of a and I use inverted commas as a chore to begin with and then the other bits might come after that. And that's what surprised me because mm. there was no like, oh, you know, passionate kissing and like being thrown down on the on the bed and, pl- you know, that playfulness. Yeah. It was kind and of, okay. and it was like that. You know, you we walked into the bedroom and it was kind of like, all right, let's do this kind of thing. Mm. But it, mm. it did take me by surprise the way that it became something that I didn't intend it to. And then I realised afterwards how bloody glad I was to kind of let that happen. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Philip girl. has gone off. We haven't even mentioned to you who Philip is. Uh, Philip is a duck that rains us in Chantel. So Philip okay. went off saying, shut up about five minutes ago. And I want to oh, really? get cracked into our joint gem to give it a bit yeah. of a, a bit of time. Hey, you. Not that we're particularly pushy, but 
You should absolutely listen next week. You will love our guest. Yeah. Wink, wink. They can't see you wink, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said it. Okay, I don't get it. Well, I'm saying wink, wink, because how else am I going to get across that I'm wink, winking? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, just listen into next week, please. <laughs> because um, I think it's it's a funny one. My best mate... Uh, who I have spoken about at length on this podcast, um, is married to this amazing man. They're my favourite people in the entire world, are having a baby. And mm. it is yeah, right. the most magical, amazing thing. And I guess I'm lucky, and I guess she's lucky, is that in my world and my life, uh, it couldn't be further from where I'm at. But yeah. we're both very lucky in that I'm very into babies mm-hmm. and I'm very mm. into family. So yeah. for me, I understand, even if it isn't in my life, how important this time is and how much I feel a part of it, you know. Mm. And yeah. and they've been great from that perspective. But I suppose there has been a fear. And, mm. and I think early days, I don't think it's there now, but early days was how will this change us? You mm. know, this is really going does. to challenge us and challenge our friendship and who we are. Um, mainly that fear, did that come from you or did that also come from no, your bestie? I think it came from her, which is yeah. why we're going to be fine. Because yeah. I think sometimes mm. when you become a new mum, it's very easy to forget, I suppose, the other those things because you're mm. like so excited mm. that you fell pregnant that you're not even thinking yeah. of those things. And, and I suppose, yeah, and I suppose you also then worry, you've only got one part of the friendship worrying. Yeah. Because they've yeah. got all the good stuff. But that's how I know yeah. with my bestie we're going to be fine because I think she had those thoughts too. And that's why I knew. Yeah. That's why I asked that because I had an inkling that that would be the case. And yeah. that's just – And so yeah. I'm lucky. It's proof we're of lucky. how yes, important it is to both of us that yeah. we're there. And and we have some – we have trust. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and, and I think I'm just going to have – and I think she's going to have to have it too, is patience. We're going to have to be Absolutely. really patient with where this goes and, and be be mindful of the fact that Absolutely. there's going to be times where it's going to be tricky, but it's not going to be forever. And it's because of something really fucking amazing, mm. you know, mm. like it's not a job Ooh. or a guy. It's just a little, little human. But, mm. but the thing is though, it is going to be forever. Like fundamentally, like, she will change um and it it doesn't mean that her core values or anything will differ from what they are now but her priorities will completely alter and um and you know I think you know right now my my best friend who's pretty much like my sister um she's about ready to start on the baby journey as Mm. well and she recently asked me you know if, if we go away on holidays and I have a baby would you still come with us and I said to her, truthfully, I said, I don't know if I would. I, I think maybe I would if I had a baby myself. Um, and if my partner, you know, if myself, my partner had a baby, then it would kind of make sense. But like, I don't know. And it, there are those jarring questions that you mm. don't really think about until you realize that someone that you share your life with, you know, it's, it's such an extreme way has had their life changed dramatically. I think it's nice that you're on that you're honest though yeah, Chantel. That's, yeah because that's I think important. I think I mean I'm lucky that she was one of the ones that asked the questions as well but mm. I don't think mm. everyone's like that and I don't think that means that you on the other side babyless as the yeah. friend should feel like you can't speak up I mm. think that's the, oh, totally. the catch and that's why I want to bring it up because even though it's kind of feels nice and I feel like we're you know really communicative with each other and and honest and and we will try and do that um it's going to be yeah. hard and I think it's also hard as the friend on the other side because you feel like 
I know that there's other people in my life that have felt with their yeah. best friends they can't yeah. complain because, oh, you know, their besties yeah. had two hours sleep and they, they've got a fucking child and mm. you feel like because you couldn't find a car park and you cracked the shits that you can't tell exactly. them about it. It's, yeah, you know well, what you, I mean? So, but that, that saying that, like my friend um, on that who is about to have a kid, she actually once said when I was, um, you know, having a few problems in my life and she was having some problems in hers and, I remember thinking that mine were far more important at that point in time, or they were far more drastic on a global scale. And I remember she said to me, you know what, even though your problems are probably a little bit worse right now, she goes, my problems are still problems regardless of how big or small mm-hmm. they are. And so it's actually really true. You know, like I still think that your friend will be there for you in all the, you know, ridiculous dramas of your everyday life, whether it is a parking ticket or, you know, a failed relationship, they'll still be there through all that because they'll get it. They're still human. They're still your girlfriend. They're not going to change mm-hmm. that much. Well, but everything, they're, everything's they're, relative. Like, it's you know all what I relative. mean? Yeah. And they, yeah, they're still going to be your, your best mate. And I think they, they know that you're going to be the best auntie around. Oh, so. I can't wait. Are you, yeah. are you a baby person? Like, are you excited? Because I spoke to a girlfriend last week and it's happened mm. to her and her bestie as well and she's not really a baby person, so she's struggling yeah. even more. And, look, I'm a baby person, but it's going to be different when, you know, yeah. it's in your life, not in a way where you go and have a catch-up coffee. Like, mm. this baby's going to yeah. be a big part of yeah. our life, my life, you know, yeah. in a different way and it's not exactly mine, you know, mm. so it's yeah. different. Are you – how are you with that? Because I feel like... Like I've already got a little bit of an advantage that I like them because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like not true. everybody does. Mm. Well, look, I, I actually can't say I ever have typically been a baby person, but as I get older, ironically, um, I, I'm becoming a little bit more of a baby person and perhaps even a little bit more clucky. I don't know if it's my, you know, um, ovary saying, you're a ticking time bomb girlfriend, <laughs> like zone in. Um, but I, I actually am. And my uh, boyfriend at the moment, he's, he's a little bit older and all of his friends have kids and I've seen how that's kind of affected him and his friendships as well. And yeah. they're still a really solid group. Um, but it's a lot of effort to get them all together. It's interesting some, though, like when yeah. you, when you say, are you, or are you not a baby person? Sometimes you don't yeah. actually know whether you are until there's a kid that, that that's that, that prominent or that, yeah. or that important in your life. Like it's everyone's true. different. Like, uh, you know, whatever your family background is, you know, whether you grew up with lots of young cousins and that was kind of always the way that I grew up, you'd always be feeding or changing or helping still, or, I have a, I have another girlfriend who's really, she was like, a, she was a dance teacher. She's not into kids, you know, and she's got a nephew and she thinks the world of him. Yeah, but, but I'm not she, saying if you grow up with kids, you're automatically a kid person or a baby person, but it's the amount of shits, you're right, that you give about the kid and the person that owns the kid. Yeah, it's I the think. person totally. that owns the kid. <laughs> That's totally. the catch. <laughs> How much do you love the person that it's owns true. the kid? Exactly. Yeah. And I think the more that you're exposed to them as well, you know what I mean? Like, so if all, all of a sudden all of your friends start having kids, you start to become used to the fact that they're these little creatures that are going to be there no matter what. And so you start to warm to their little quirks and all their, you know, weird little behaviours of, you know, little tiny humans. And so you just kind of, I think you do eventually warm to it. I just think that when it hasn't been in your focus, you just haven't thought about it as much as you would now. It's going to be different. I mean, I visited a girlfriend a few months ago and she's, you know, we're close. She's not like up there. My besties where, you know, like I'll know when the baby fucking has green poo and brown poo. I know that that's what will happen with this bestie. (laughs) I mean, I'm not that level with her, but she spoke a lot about breastfeeding. and, And I did think after a couple of hours, I was like, wow. 
this whole conversation <laughs> and you kind of go, I've got nothing to contribute. That's yeah. the other thing I think I might struggle with. Yeah. Because I for the way I contribute, and it may seem self-involved, but I, I don't know, I feel like I go through my own filter of what I've connected with to try and see what I can relate. And that's how I yeah. connect with people is how can I relate? And, and I know I won't be able to really properly relate to this. Yeah, so no, but I think that might be a really, new, a really new and a really beautiful next stage and next level of your friendship where, you know, you're not the advice giver or you're not the person being able to walk your mate or that person well, through either shit. You're the one that, that has you, to It is listen. really funny that you say that because I am the advice giver in you a are. lot of my friendships. Mm-hmm. Same. That's and same. so with this, at times I've often felt – yeah, like, like I don't want to be assumed that I don't know because I don't have kids. And that's yeah. the funny one because sometimes also from the flip side, I have to A, accept that I might not know everything about this because I don't. Mm-hmm. But B, I also on the other side don't want to be assumed that I know nothing because I'm reading up on stuff and mm. I'm looking into it because I care. Mm. So yeah. I think there's a bit of a flip side of making sure that you also don't get given the card of you couldn't possibly understand. I'm an intelligent adult. Like I also, I might not understand, but I am going to try really hard to Mm -hmm. contribute just as much as another one kid that's had their mums. But I know the bottom line is I need to, my control stuff and my contribution stuff has to fuck off a bit because I know no matter how much I read, no matter how much I try, Mm -hmm. I am not going to be able to know what other mums know. Yeah, I think you are. And that's hard. Yeah, it is. And I also think that we just need to surrender to the fact that in at different times in life we play different roles. I so, know. you know, yeah. you may have been the, the, the master advice giver to this particular friend for, you know, your entire friendship. Um, and then now, obviously, you know, you're going to be the listener. You're going to be there to support yeah. her and you're going to be there sharing those experiences. I think that's then, really when lovely. when you have kids. Yeah. yeah when you It'll have challenge kids, me. Yeah. You'll be the advice giver. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, everything kind of changes and I think it's okay. Oh, there's the dark. There he is. Phillips wrapped us up. Do you feel better, Chantelle? Are you like, like, do you feel like you've got things off your chest? Because <laughs> that's how oh, we, that's how we like our guests to leave. It's cheap therapy, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit of therapy. No, I, it, it was good to chat about it. Cause it's nice to nice to hear that everyone kind of, uh, well, you guys at least share a similar perspective on a number of things. So it's good. But you know what? I think this whole, what you guys are both sharing and going through is such an amazing experience of of one of your, you know, your special, really close, you know, favorite people in the world are going Mm. through is really beautiful because Mm. I think that's, I think so. uh, You know, there wouldn't, there actually wouldn't be, um, not every single person in the world would have that same internal thought process of how can I be the best friend I can be? How can I be there? How can I be support? How do I read Mm. up? How will things change? Like, I think, you've also got to take into account that you just having that thought process within yourself means that you're also a really a really supportive and, and awesome other, friend because I don't think everybody yeah I don't think everybody yeah. you know would go through that within themselves internally it's nice. it's nice the other thing I found is that I I often think about the kind of person I want to be because this person mm. I know I'm going to be spending I'm going to be in its life big time you know like mm. and you know that that other person your mum's bestie is such a big part yeah. And oh, like, totally. and as an auntie or as a person, and so I, I've often been thinking about this new relationship I get to have with this, and I just can't. I'm just overwhelmed with emotion. Like yeah. it just, it just is so powerful that like, and I, I think particularly for me as well as I had a lot of adopted mothers. You know, my mm. best friend's mothers were very, very important yeah. in my life, and my mm. aunties were very important. So, for me, 
I don't know. I take this. I take this this nod and this job pretty seriously. So I can't. That's I, great. I can't it's wait. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, you got me a little bit emotional yeah, there. It's nice. It's, it's only beautiful. a few months, but it's exciting. But Chantal, we're gonna have to get you on for a long. Where you bring your own yeah. gem, like where we have like a prop. We have more of a chat, or we just meet up for a while when we're in Melbourne. Yeah, that's true. We could uh, just do that. I'm yeah. down for that. Yeah, girl. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, guys. And we might put a few of uh, Christy's screen grabs up on our Facebook page of some of the artists that you're working with and make sure everybody knows how to follow you on Instagram. Oh, you guys are awesome. Too kind. Too bloody kind. I'll have to go back through all of my all my faves. I've got, yes. got a, uh, a Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? <laughs> no, Keep follow the Thinker Girls or, uh, at facebook.com forward slash Thinker Girls. Or Thinker Girl Thanks, TV lovely. on nice Twitter. Bye, guys. Thanks, Chantel. Bye. Bye. We're looking for some more. Well, clearly, they're sticking around for something. Well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What have we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash The Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast. We've got, what else have we got? Cool we've girl got, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just head there, youtube.com forward slash the finger girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs>